Hey guys, it's Brad with College Sportscast, and we're presented by Defend Boys. guys it's brad with college sports cast welcome in we are going to be doing our news and hot topic show we're going to talk about college baseball over the weekend um, i've got jason harrison joining me now so i'll get him pulled up here as he gets kind of situated and uh we are we are live jason when you when you get this and hear me so um, but Jason is going to be joining me, and uh, we are going to be doing and covering all of the college baseball NCAA tournament that was over the weekend. The regions um, were, were this past weekend. A lot of fun games to watch. I watched a lot. Um, speaking of that, ESPN says that uh, it was the most watched um NCAA region rounds in like 10 years. It was up 37% from last year, from 20, uh, 2022. So uh, there was a, a whole a whole lot more people watching this time um, for the NCAA baseball region rounds, and there was some fun games to watch. Jason, did you get to watch any over the weekend? I can't hear you, Mike, man. I can't hear you. Are you, is your end muted? If you guys are on with me, hang on a minute. Uh, I want to say that. Uh, all right. I got you now, man. All right. I got you, Jason. Hey, okay. We have to work shit out on the air. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. All right. So I asked, Jason, did you uh, did you get to watch any of the baseball tournament over the weekend? I wasn't. Hey, can you still hear me? Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay, you can hear me. Okay. Man, um, I got a chance to see some highlights. And as you know, I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas, and so you know, uh, the it was all about the hogs, and the hogs, uh, from what I was seeing, didn't show up to play. Well, uh, they sure couldn't handle TCU. I can tell you that. Exactly. TCU, TCU spanked their butt twice. Yeah. Not yeah. by a little bit. By a by lot. lot. Yeah, by a lot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. During the yeah. course of what I had going on this weekend, uh, my uncles came from the back and it was like, yeah, Arkansas's down. And I'm not talking yeah. about just the baseball. Well, I mean, they played good besides they just, like, 
So TCU just swung the bats, man, and I mean they were just they were just drilling balls. And I mean the first game they played them, they beat them twenty to five. Um, and then they had a rematch um, yesterday, and it wasn't a whole lot better. It was. I can't remember what the final was. It wasn't quite twenty to five, but it was like twelve to four or something like that. Yeah, uh, the, the, the word around was that the Hogs left their bats at home. And yeah. they literally – TCU just TCU just lit them up. And Arkansas was the third overall seed in the, uh, you know, in the NCAA tournament um, brackets. They were the third overall seed. So there was a few surprises, um, and uh, we'll kind of get to that. First of all, I got it up on the screen. If you're with us, joining us, welcome to College Sportscast. Uh, we are presented here at Bluegrass Brads, sponsored by, that's what's sponsored by at the bottom. That's me, um, a small business that I run here. So uh, that's what's up on the screen. But welcome to College Sportscast. But all right, so we'll go ahead and we'll dig into this college baseball stuff. There were some surprises TCU had been, from what I, you know, from what I know, they had they had been playing well. They had been swinging the bats well. Still, was a surprise that Arkansas couldn't, you know, couldn't couldn't hang with them. Um, the season that Arkansas had had, man, you know, um, that was a surprise. I'm going to be honest with you. My biggest surprise was probably Auburn. Mm. Auburn mm. Um, finished the regular season and the and the SEC tournament in the top like four, mm-hmm. um, and 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 was playing really well. Got an overall one seed and hosted the region as a thirteen as a as the thirteen. Mm-hmm. And God, they just stunk it up, like. They lost both games overnight at home to, you know, like Penn and, I mean, teams that they shouldn't have lost to. I I really thought Auburn's region was one of the the weaker regions, and then they got smoked in both games. So, watch John's on with us. No. No, it's a good old boy's fantasy. No, good old boy's fantasy. Football man, hey, thank goodness. I appreciate you being on with us, man. Um, I figured John's one of my uh, partners, and he's a big Auburn fan. And since I was ripping Auburn, I figured, he, oh crap, oh, he's going to be on with us. <laughs> That's why I said that. But anyway, I would, I would love to have been a fly on his wall if he was watching the game. Oh, he I was there, I think. I think he was there. He made it. Yeah, I didn't know if he was able to make it or not. I think. I, I know I know he made it to the SEC tournament a couple of games. I'm not sure if he – but I, I, I'm i not sure if he was there um, for one or two of the games. They only got to play two, and they got beat in both. Uh, so, um, you know, they just didn't show up their pitching – um, was not horrible, but their bats and Auburn had been, you know, they'd been averaging 
six, eight, ten runs a game the last half of the season, their bats just did not show up at all. I mean, they couldn't score runs, and, you know, they got beat. So that was a surprise. I was really surprised by Vandy, who won the SEC tournament. All right, I think your mic is gone out again. No, I had to say something. I had to say oh, something. Yeah, yeah, okay. Had to say something. All right. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was, I was agreeing. I, I was listening. All to right. Vandy, you know, Vandy, um, they got beat two to one by Xavier, you know, in the elimination game that knocked them out. Um, and Vandy had been, I mean, they'd been one or two all season long in the SEC East. Them in Florida, they had been one and two all season long. Um, Vandy was right there all season long as one of the top teams in the SEC, and I was really surprised that they were beat out, out as quickly as they were. Um, but uh, that said, there are six remaining SEC teams out of the 16. There was 10 to start out with. There are six remaining SEC teams out of the 16 teams. Um, and we'll kind of run through those. But uh, <clears throat> those are, you know, so there's still three-eighths of the teams left, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, SEC is still is still doing pretty good. You got um, Clemson. You got Clemson who got beat out by Tennessee. Um, so there's I know there's two ACC teams. You got Duke and Virginia, but they're playing each other. Wake Forest as well. Yeah, Wake Forest. So there's three. Yeah. There's three. There's three ACC teams. So yeah, Alabama. So there's Florida, six. So there's six SEC and three ACC teams left. So there's nine out of the 16 is out of those two conferences. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple of surprises that's in there. Uh, most people probably didn't have Oral Roberts in their, in their sweet 16. They're a four seed mm. in their, in their region. I think I have seen that they're only the eighth overall four seed to ever make the region round. Um, Southern Miss. And that is, Southern Miss. What about Southern, Southern Miss? Is a little bit of a surprise. Southern Miss is a surprise that's in that's in the region. They are. Mm -hmm. um, they're the ones that come out of the Auburn region. Mm -hmm. Southern Miss is the one that came out of the Auburn region. The one I said was I was really shocked by the way Auburn played. It came down to Penn and Southern Miss. Um, and Southern Miss did just enough towards the end of the game to win, and they're moving on to the regional. So uh, Southern Miss is definitely a surprise. I was surprised by that one. Um, you got Oral Roberts in there. And then Indiana State so was, no, was, was a one seed, okay? They were ranked 14th. They got a one seed. So I'm not saying that they are a terrible surprise. But I don't think when the season started that a lot of people had the Sycamores in the top 16 teams. 
I, at all, at all, at all, at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just being real here. I mean, now throughout the season, Indiana State has had a good, you know, had a good season and everything, and I'm not taking anything from them. Um, but like I said, when the season started, I don't think too many people had the Sycamores in the top 16 teams. There are 16 teams left. Indiana State Sycamores, by the way, if you don't know that, is um, one of the 16 remaining teams. So, uh, you know, there is a little story that's going on with them. And I want to to get to that. It's a kind of a – Kind of a feel good feel good story here with this one. So they're the they're the one seed in there. They were the host this past weekend and was the one seed. So they they're moving on. In in most cases, they would also be the host of the super regional. But where they are playing in Indiana State, where they play at. Their city is hosting for the 51st year a Special Olympics okay. this this coming weekend, okay? And everything, it's like, you know, one of the big things for the Special Olympics. And because of that, they are not getting to host their super regional site. That is actually going to TCU. Wow. TCU is getting to host instead of Indiana State. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is TCU is actually active telling all of their fans to donate to the Special Olympics. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to kind of throw that out that, uh, uh, you know, go look it up. I don't have it actually on the screen or on here with me, um, but they are asking anyone to donate to the Special Olympics because Indiana State is not getting to host their super regional. Uh, TCU is actively trying to um, get people to donate uh, to the Special Olympics too. thought that was a pretty good gesture by TCU. What do you think? I think that's dope. I think that's dope. You hate to see, um, especially Indiana State, who worked so hard to, uh, you know, get there and be a host. And, you know, you know what that does for the community. But, you know, bowing out to something that's bigger than, you know, all of us, you know, because, you know, I think, you know, those kids, if they were able to, they would trade places with those guys and try to live out, you know, other dreams. But being able to be stars on that the weekend and giving that up and then, TC going giving up the one TCU and then TCU paying it forward. You know, that's what you know, that's what the, the remarkable thing is, you know, that they're actually making good on it because let's see, from an economical standpoint, Indiana State up there, hey, it would have thrived. It would have yeah, thrived. Yeah. It would have thrived. So, you know, I think it's a win-win situation. It's bittersweet, but it's win-win. It's a win-win. Yeah, so now Indiana State as the one seed in that region mm-hmm. has to go and play away. Um, best two out of three at TCU, and you just we we started the the show off talking about how hot TCU has been with the bats. Exactly. Um, exactly. That's going to be a tough. That's going to be a tough challenge to go to go into there and to beat that hot team. Two yeah. out of three for Indiana yeah. State. 
that uh it, it, it'll be tough but i think that indiana state will be playing from something much bigger than themselves because hey we hey we couldn't we couldn't host let's get to omaha so everybody can come let's get to omaha you know so that's yeah. goal right there. so there are three regions who are matching up with overall one seeds the first one i'm going to talk about is Kentucky versus LSU. Um, I'm bringing it up. I watched uh, most of the Kentucky region. They host. They were a host. Um, they lost in the second game to Indiana 5-3. to three. Late in the game, about eight, eighth inning, they scored a couple of runs and broke the game open, and they lost. Five to three. Now, at that point, ESPN put a bracket up, a stat up, and said that the winner of the second game goes on and wins 81% of the regions because the loser has to come back and beat them twice. Not once, but twice. And Kentucky, even though they were hosting, did accomplish that feat. 19% of the time it happens, and Kentucky was one of those 19% of the times. Um, And they come back and beat Indiana twice, beat them on Sunday and beat them on Monday, and won their region um, last night. That is the second time – that their coach has taken them to the region, hosted the region, and the second time that they have won their region. So I'm pretty proud to say that they are going, but they are having to go to LSU, okay? Who is the preseason number one team, by the way. Pretty tough. Has probably the top two um, Major League Baseball picks the draft is coming up fairly soon, and LSU probably has the top two picks on their team. Paul Skeens and, gosh, the big guy that crushes the ball every time he comes to the plate. Um, you think so? You think they got the top two picks? Uh, they've, they've definitely got the t- two of the top five, I can guarantee you that. They, they, I, they guarantee, I guarantee you that. Um, but yeah, they, they, they may have the top two picks. Um, it's going to be a challenge for Kentucky to try to beat LSU in Baton Rouge. the The region starts Saturday, three p.m. Eastern time in Baton Rouge, um, and it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday if necessary. Best two out of three. So. That is that region. Then we're going to – I'll talk about the next region is going to be Duke versus Virginia. Virginia was the seven overall seed. And this region is on starts on Friday. There's four that starts on Friday and four that starts on Saturday. Um, this one is Friday at noon um, Eastern time. And then Saturday and then Sunday, if necessary, best two out of three. 
All right. And then the next one is going to be Oral Roberts versus Oregon. Now, Oral Roberts was a four. I think Oregon was a two, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have it pulled up right now. They definitely were not the number one overall seed in that region. Uh, but it is being played in Eugene, Eugene, Oregon. And it is a Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday and Sunday if necessary. <clears throat> Old Roberts, I do want to say one thing. Old Roberts is one of the hottest teams in baseball. They've won 21 straight games. Feel good story. Wouldn't be surprised if they got to Omaha. Would not be surprised. 21 straight games that Old Roberts has won. And then, and that may have been before they clinched their victory the other night. It might be 22 straight games now that they've won. Um, then the next one is this one is actually being played in Fort Worth. Um, this is the Indiana State at TCU. This is one I was talking about there. The Sycamores don't get to host. Um, it's being played Friday, uh, Saturday, and Sunday. The Friday game starts at 5 o'clock Eastern. Um, and then you've got Gainesville, which is two number one seeds. you got South Carolina going against Florida. That's South be Carolina, yeah, it is. South Carolina was the overall 15 seed. And they had had a couple of injuries late in the year and kind of dropped a little bit. They were a five seed or better most of the most of the season. This actually should be a really, really, really good series to watch. Um, it is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series. Best two out of three starts Friday at six p.m. Eastern. Um, so that that'll be a good one to watch. Then you've got the regional that's in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Hattiesburg. Is it Hattiesburg? Hattiesburg. Okay. All right. So this one, there's a little bit of controversy on this one. Uh-oh. Okay. So Tennessee and Southern Miss were both two seeds <laughs> in their region. Okay. Tennessee actually has a higher RPI, a higher strength of schedule, a higher ranking, overall ranking. I see where this is going. And somehow or another, they were overlooked and and Southern Miss was voted as the host of the Super Regional. Mm. Excuse me, I had to get a little bit of a drink. <laughs> so there's been so last night, late, they voted and it was given to Southern Miss in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Hattiesburg, right? Hattiesburg, yeah. I've heard it both ways, actually. You heard it both ways for real? I have, but I don't know which one's actually right. Hattiesburg. I hey Hattiesburg. Trust me, I'm gonna go with that. Play Ben at Ole Miss, Benny Jackson. Yeah, coast, I've heard people pronounce it. I mean, I've lived down in, you know, southern Alabama and stuff. I've actually heard people pronounce it both ways, and I didn't know which way was actually right. So that's the only way right. I've heard. I guess. But anyway, so 
This is a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, best two out of three. It's being played in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Like I said, Tennessee is a little bit on the upset side. <laughs> they have been throwing a fit today that they didn't get to host their regional. They thought for sure because they had better rankings and everything that they would get to host the regional, the super regional, I'm sorry, but they're not. Southern Miss is actually getting to host. Um, it is. It starts Saturday at 3 o'clock Eastern time. And like I said, it's a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, Tennessee's probably going to be a little pissed. Their coach as well. He's a little – He's a little flamboyant. Listen, he, I, trust me, he, 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 he probably wants to stay home and hear that Rocky talk. <laughs> that Rocky talk. You imagine, could you imagine that fan base? Oh, yeah. Could, could you imagine that fan base? You know, that, that's, that's, the, that's the one region where there's a little controversy. The other one is the Indiana State uh, TCU one, but there's a reason behind that. Um, this one, they're both two seeds in, in their regions. They won. So it can go either way. And it was actually a vote, I guess, by the committee um, that, that picked Southern Miss. But Tennessee's like, wait a second. We have a higher RPI. We have a higher strength of schedule. We have a higher overall rate ranking. How does Mrs. Southern Miss get the, you know, get to host over what, us? That's what they're saying. What do you think the case was? What do you think the case was? I, I really don't know. I mean, you, you're, you're choosing Southern Miss over the SEC, you know, like you would think, of course, I mean, maybe you know, maybe it comes into into play that there uh, there was other stuff going on in Knoxville, and because there is things like um, available hotels and and stuff like that that come into play. It is. Yeah, well, there's well, definitely I, stuff like that as well. So it's probably something. It, it had to be something kind of like Kentucky, you know. Yeah. Kentucky had. You yeah, know, Kentucky everything. had that country music I, fest going imagine, on. How did how did that fare out? I know we. Well, there was a whole lot of talk of it over the weekend. I can tell did, you that. How did it fare out? I mean, you know, all the teams had to stay in the dorm because there was no hotels and stuff. So, you know, my guess is is that there's something, two or three things, probably big going on in Knoxville. Um, Hattiesburg is a small town. I mean, you know, it's not that big. I have driven through there mainly because I went there on purpose because that's where Brett Favre's from. So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I had to go see the home place of Brett Favre when I was down there. So <laughs> no doubt, no he, doubt. he was, he's growing up or not really growing up, but as a young adult, um, he was my favorite. So anyways, um, I have been there one time just to kind of go see where Brett Favre is from oh the, the gunslinger where the gunslinger was from man. That's that Mr. was now. i did that on purpose i, I drove up there because i like there's some 
places in town that is like Mar you know because of bread. So yeah, right? You've been right. there, right? Mr. There Harris. is, right? There's some places there that you can like kind of go Mr. and check out and see because Mr. of bread. Hattiesburg. Mr. Hattiesburg himself. Yeah. Absolutely. And Southern Miss. He played right there at Southern Miss. That's so Mr. Hattiesburg yep. himself. Yep. And he played right there at Southern Miss. So anyways, I have always had a soft spot there and I was near there. I was actually um, in Mississippi a couple of times and was down there. I was in the South and I was, uh, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to drive up to Hattiesburg. So not I did. I did. All right. So the next region I'm going to talk about is Texas is playing the overall number eight Stanford. Stanford beat Texas A&M late last night to clinch their spot. And like I said, it was a late game. They're playing Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, 6 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday. Um, they are, I think they're ranked number four in the country in the rankings. So Stanford's got, you know, got a good shot as well. And then you got two more number one seeds that are matching up. You got number 16, Alabama, is going to Winston-Salem to play Wake Forest, the number one overall seed in the tournament. Um, and it is a Saturday, Sunday, Monday game series as well. It starts at noon Eastern time on Saturday in Winston-Salem. So that is the eight regions and the sites. We've talked about the sites as well. Um, one, it's a little bit of controversy. One that had to be given up because of the Special Olympics with Indiana State. Um, like I said, you uh, they are they are asking that uh, you know you give to the Special Olympics. TCU is actively doing that as well. They're posting it all over the place. I've seen it on Facebook and and uh, you know Twitter and and everything else for TCU actively doing that with their fans and stuff. So that's, that's a pretty good deal there. Um, but that is the re super regions. This is the super regions round. This is the, these are all best two out of three series. That's what these are. So, if you win the first two, you move on. Game three is only if necessary. So, uh, you know, you, you've got you got to win one to get to to get to Sunday or Monday, depending on if your uh, series starts on Friday or Saturday. Just like I said, four of these series start Friday, four start Saturday. Then you've got. Um, you know, the ones that are on Friday will have Saturday games, so there'll be eight games Saturday. And then Sunday, there will definitely be four games. Um, then you'll have the chance of four more um, if the Friday games split. And then you'll have a chance of four games on Monday if the Saturday-Sunday games split. So it's a whole weekend thing, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And at that point, 
we will know the eight remaining teams that are going to Omaha. The road to Omaha. Yes. We're on the road to Omaha. This is so the eight remaining teams will be going to the College World Series in Omaha. That's what's that's what this is. Time of the year when no nothing else is going to be on TV but baseball. Right? That's, that's exactly that's exactly right. You know, like it's it's actually it's actually pretty fun. I'm interested in it. Of course, Kentucky's in it. That's part of the reason why I'm interested at this time. Uh, <laughs> you know, they do match up with quite possibly the best. I mean, LSU was the number one ranked team all year long until like the last three weeks. And Wake Forest took it over. LSU dropped out, dropped a couple of spots. But, um, you know, now I will say this. Kentucky played them in Baton Rouge about week four or five of the, of the regular season in the SEC, like mid-April, April 20th, April 15th. They played them. They split Friday and Saturday. They lost Friday, beat you Saturday. Then Sunday, Kentucky took a one-run eighth-inning lead okay the top of the eighth they were ahead five to four let me get the score right i believe that's right did you get a chance to make it or you just watched it you get no, a chance i watched it i didn't you get a chance it was in baton rouge okay so all right but i but they they took a one run lead to the eighth inning and LSU, of course, scored two runs late in the in the bottom of the eighth, and beat Kentucky by one run. I, it was either six five or seven six. Might have been seven six. Anyways, that's how close Kentucky was to take, taking two out of three against the number one team in the country. They're going there again this weekend for the Super Regional. We'll see what happens. Man, bro. If we could knock LSU out of the College World Series, I'm telling you, look here, look here. Get it on. I'm telling you. Get it on. <laughs> I've been noticing you've been having your big blue on here lately. I've been noticing. I have. I've been yep. noticing. I've yep. been noticing. Yeah. No, I, I, have, I wasn't. I, I guess I didn't mean. Did you go to that game? Did you go to any games that were in Lexington? Did you get a chance to go to any game that were in Lexington this past week? No, I I didn't get to Lexington. I probably should have. They've they've had a great season. Um, I tell you what, watching even watching it on TV, this the regional round the since Kentucky was hosting, mm -hmm. Big Blue Nation is just amazing. I mean. They had two records. They had fr uh, fr uh, Saturday and Monday. They set records for their brand new park, Kentucky Proud Park. Mm -hmm. um, they had almost seven seven thousand people there uh, yesterday, sixty eight hundred something like that. Um, and it's it set a record. And Big Blue Nation was there. I mean, like it really was impressive. 
um, to watch the game and ha- see the crowd and how much the crowd was into it. It was pretty impressive, actually. LSU is going to be the same because they're huge into their baseball down there. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough environment against a great, tough team. Paul Skeens on on Saturday is going to be damn near impossible to beat. I mean, he that's just that's just the truth. They're probably going to have to beat them on Sunday and Monday if they beat them. Anything's possible. Which is, Anything's possible. Anything's possible now. Anything's possible now. <laughs> Anything is possible. Good pitching. Timely hitting. Oh, Kentucky's got the – Kentucky has the pitching. I'm I'm definitely not worried about the pitching. Yeah. Now, LSU's got some pretty damn good hitters as well. Um, <laughs> but I think Kentucky has the pitching to stay – at least stay in the game. Um, now the Paul Skeens start, I mean, he's just been almost unbeatable this year. Um, you know, so that one's going to be tough on Saturday, but we'll see. I think, yeah, I, I, I think that this is going to be a good one for, for, for your cats because they have a couple, uh, what you say, top, top five picks on that team. And if I'm a pitcher, I want to see them. I want to show my stuff against somebody who's considered. Hey, Zach Lee is right up there. I I don't know what Mangione is going to do. I don't know if he's going to match up number one pitcher for number one with Skeens, or if he's going to put him as the Saturday as the second day starter, the Sunday starter, and and try to beat LSU on Sunday without Skeens. Their, their top pitcher. Mm. I'm not exactly sure what he's going to do yet. Um, it's either that or he'll go head-to-head with Zach Lee against Skeens and see if we can't just beat him on Saturday. Why not? Why not try to get the first one out of the gate? Because you yeah. get the first one, you put right. out a pressure. You, you, you pressure get the first one. If you can beat Skeens on Saturday. All the pressure. I'm telling you, man, you're in the driver's seat. <laughs> exactly right. You're in the driver's but, seat. But that's why I'm right here talking to you. And they're doing what they're supposed to do up there. We yeah. don't know what they're going to do. No, they're I, gonna you do. know, I don't know what he's going to do. You know, like I said, I don't know if he'll pitch. Zach Lee is a great pitcher. I watched him the other day. He's had a great season. He's been the top one of the top pitchers in all of the land all season long. Um, for Kentucky, and they've got more. They got Darren Williams and a, and a more kid. I mean, Kentucky does definitely has some pitching. Um, so they, uh, I think they can stay with them as far as that. Uh, now, you know, the hitting Kentucky has timely hitting and great base runners. That's what they have. So they manufacture runs. They they scored they scored two runs the other night um, to to win a four to two game. Okay, uh, mm. yesterday they scored two runs off of one single and two walks and scored two runs that inning because they stole because they stole bases and had had. Sacrificed flies 
and scored two runs off of one hit and two walks. And that's, that's what all you they need. But that's, that's all you need. need. That's all and you they, need. And they've done it well. And they, they've done that all season. That's what they do well. So, All right. So since me and you've been on, we'll get to some college sports news now. So uh, since you, me and you've been on, the SEC announced their 2024 college football schedule is going to stay at eight games. They are doing away with divisions, and I wanted your reaction to that. I said that <clears throat> way back when, way back when, when I learned, yeah. when, when I seen it come across, I was like, I know that we're going to talk about that. Um, yeah. I think to me with the, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, they would be joining next year. Yeah, it's, it's next year. It's 2024, yeah. So I think they had to kind of do that because, like we were saying, somebody something somebody was going to get left out of doing something. And so if you do away with a division, now you're just going by the top records. Top records, um, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. So the, um, what they're doing is they're doing actually they're breaking them down over a 10-year span, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So they're putting them in categories like a top, a middle, and a bottom. So if your overall record is in the top, then you're going to be matched with with mostly the top teams. Mm -hmm. If your overall record is in the middle, over a 10-year span, you're going to be matched with mostly um, the middle, the middle the teams. Middle. If, you're, if your record is in the bottom, then you're going to be matched mostly – with the bottom tier teams. And so, you know, now I'm not saying all your games is coming from that. You definitely are going to have to play one or two out of each, you know what I mean, out, out of each tier. Yeah. But your eight games, you're probably going to get about four or five of them from your tier, whatever your tier is, whether it's, you know, top, middle, or bottom. And then you'll get – one or two games a piece out of the other two tiers that you are not part of to make up your schedule. That's that's the that's what the SEC is planning on doing. So so once again, what do you think about that? I mean, it makes sense. I, I do like the the way that they are kind of breaking down a ten year plan with a schedule like that. And looking at your overall record, kind of putting you in tiers like that. And, you know, you get, like I said, out of the eight games, you'll get four or five a year. You know, you get about four games out of your and two and two, basically. That way, that way there's balance in the schedule. Okay. okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Like I feel oh, like I feel like that way you have more balance in the schedule. Now if you're Alabama and or Georgia and you're having to play four of the top teams and then two and two of the lower teams, then you probably don't feel like it's balanced. But so overall, it's a whole lot more balanced to be that way than it is to have Vanderbilt playing six of the top teams in the country. Okay. Now, if you get what I'm saying. Now, that, that, the, the total number of SEC teams, I'm trying to break it down. Is it 
going to be 16. 16. I'm not saying including with uh, Texas and Oklahoma. It's 14 now. So It'll be 14. 16. So, yeah. so this, does this year count as a 10-year? Yeah, Start. I think it'll it'll count. So Texas and Oklahoma will only begin nine years. Well, so I think Texas and Oklahoma is actually they're count they're looking at their schedule the way they have played the last ten years, or they will in twenty twenty four. They're looking at their schedule the way they played the last ten years in the Big Twelve. So now I'm playing their overall Alabama. schedule. Got you. So I'm playing devil's advocate now. What are the top tier teams? If it's 16 teams, and we're breaking it down, you know. So I know I know Alabama and Georgia, and I think LSU and Oklahoma. Um, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma are are the are the top tier, I believe. So that's a four. That's a four. That's what I'm saying. Going about the numbers, if it's 16 teams, it's going to be an uneat, uneven number. It is. Uh, it, it definitely is because the bottom. So the bottom tier is only so like uh, two or like two or three. Teams. I got you. I got you because I'm thinking four, 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 and four. It's like it's, that's going to be hard to do. Uh, the club like who will be the top four, and then who will be that middle four, or that middle eight, and all that last four. It just depends. It's, it's going to be very interesting how they do. So the, you wouldn't believe it, but but Tennessee's. Closer to the bottom than they are to the top in a ten. If you're speaking overall, because they just got started being good. Yeah, Seriously, so I, they are. They're yeah, they're they're yeah. like forty one percent win percentage over the last yeah. ten years. Yeah, so it's 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 one of those things that it's it's crazy. It's crazy, and, and where you can be in that if you're in that lower tier and just say you get hot, and then do I mean how does that how does that help? how do they decide? I guess it's a question. For you as well, how would the top two teams go to the SEC tournament? Yep, the top two overall teams go to the SEC tournament. Now, and this, my and this thing is this: football. I don't know how yeah. you how you do tiebreakers when it comes to that because you're same not record. playing everybody. So you don't play that. everybody. You could have the same identical record as well. So, are you so doing if you got three teams that are tied at six and two? And none of the three teams have played each other. Mm. How the hell do you say, okay, we're picking this team to go play as the second? You know, so you've got so you've got a seven and one team or an eight and oh team and three six and two teams. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and neither three of the of those teams have played each other. Mm. How in the hell do you pick who is going to play in the SEC championship game? That's my biggest problem with all of it. They're going to go by point spread. Or they're going to go by head to head. Can't do head to head. You, you can't do head to head if they hadn't head played. Head. You're going to go by who did all of them equally play? Point spread. And they, the total number of points. It's going to be crazy. And I this don't is like just, it. I don't like that. Change is always. Um, a difficult, a difficult thing to do when you've had something that worked for so long. Uh, this is just that's, a football thing, right? This is just a football thing. Yeah, now, that's, that's, yeah, that's just, just, football. just football. Because now, like I told you, playing there with advocate, when you align basketball, you're going to have to align basketball. You're going to keep east and west. I mean, uh, yeah, you're going to keep it. Are you going to keep the east and west? 
because uh, basketball right now they don't have it. They just go by. Right. Yeah, they don't have it. So they took the East and West out of basketball. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's been very smart. That was very smart because been a while now. I don't yeah, know, five, yeah. six, eight years. Mm -hmm. That's been a while. That's what I said. They're gonna go. They, back they had it. They had the East and West when you played. I think. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Yeah. It was still East and West then, wasn't it? It was. It was. It yeah. was. <clears throat> yeah. That's what I was thinking. But anyway, I wanted to talk about it. Me and you have kind of brought this up several times over the past year, talking about how the SEC schedule was going to work work itself out. Um, and uh, it did kind of play out a little bit this week. And I, I, knew, I knew that you <laughs> were not crazy about losing the divisions. And I'm not either. Really, but I'm I, not but either. I, but I said that was the only thing that they probably could do was do it with the, with the divisions. Yeah. You know, you know, because the way you were telling me at first, you know, they were going to have certain rival games taking certain people away. It's like that just takes away from the essence. Yeah. The See, I'm glad to do that nine game schedule and stuff. So I, I'm kind of glad that they chose not to do that gotcha. the way the way they were talking. But I'm going to be honest with you. Jason, I think it's coming. They're going to – it's it's coming. It, they didn't do it for 2024, but it would not – this was just a temporary one-year agreement for 2024. It would not surprise me if the nine-game schedule and those three rivalry games and picking who it is and all this other stuff is not coming in 2025. My biggest thing with that is Kentucky – is getting screwed with their rivalry games. You got you you got all these other teams that are getting, you know, people think, well, oh, Georgia and Auburn have to play and and LSU and Alabama have to play and and Tennessee and and Alabama have to play and Tennessee and Florida have to play. And have to play. You know what I mean? So Kentucky yeah. gets left out because nobody gives a crap who the hell Kentucky plays, to be yeah. quite honest with you, except for Kentucky fans. You know that. And it actually it actually pisses me off because our biggest rivals is Tennessee, Vandy. That's that those are our neighboring state, and, and it always has been. We play the if we don't play Vandy in 2024, okay, it'll be the first time that we have not played Vandy since 1952. All right, that, that game right there is, is, is tradition. you got to keep that game. Do you yeah. hear what I just said? It'll be yeah. the first time that Kentucky and Vandy have not played since 1952. 52. That's a, that's a long time. Okay. I mean, I'm just telling you, as a Kentucky fan, people are like, well, it doesn't matter. Kentucky can play South Carolina, or they can play Missouri, or they can play – no, we can't. That's not our damn rivals. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, I, it, it's, it, it, it irks me. So that's what I don't like about it. I like what they agreed to way better than what were their – Probably going, yeah. because I feel like Kentucky's getting screwed out of it. Kentucky probably won't be the only one getting screwed now. There's going to be a lot of other people that's going to be screwed. Now. 
if it's going the way you said it's going to be going. So, yeah, yeah, I, I can concur with what you're saying. But, man, this I can't wait. I can't wait to see Texas and Oklahoma actually come over to the SEC and have things actually play out. I, I, I'm so interested to see <laughs> just exactly what Texas does in the SEC. I, Oklahoma – I feel like while they may slip just a little bit, I still feel like Oklahoma will probably be one of the top three or four teams year in and year out in the SEC. I think Texas will. I think Texas will. I think I'm, I'm just a, not a hundred percent sure. I'm, I'm this. He just got another on commitment Texas. from another top quarterback, right? He just got another commitment. Why? Now watch it. Watch this now. I'm not sold on Sark as a coach. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I can understand that, but you know that I, he's a great recruiter. Great recruiter. He gets the dudes, man. That, he does. That's all I'm saying. Texas will now. They would now keep even more players in the state of Texas because of them going to the SEC. He will, you and know. and if Sark gets to stay and everything, and you know if he's there, I mean, and I'm not saying I'm just. Like, I'm just not sold on him as a coach. And I I said the exact same thing when he was at USC. And guess what happened at USC? He, he, uh, in the league, he had the extra stage left. He had the extra stage left, you know? I'm just saying. Hey, the same, saying. the same can be said about Lane Kiffin as well now. The same can be said about I'm, Lane Kiffin. I'm just – listen, there were several of those USC guys that was done the same way. And Kiffin and Sark and there was a couple, you know, there was there was there was a few of them. Yeah, there's a few of them. It was there done was the few. same way. Just not I'm just not sold on Sark as a coach. I really I just I, I believe that Texas, and I could be wrong, but with the such rich of a state that Texas is, the rich I think he's they, gonna find it very difficult to go up against the Alabamas and the Georgias and the LSUs and the you know and the I Texas A and M's every year, so. year in, year out. I think you're going to see him lose more of those than he'll win. That's but just my that, opinion. That, 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 they had Alabama beat this year. And what happened? A play here, a play there. They had Alabama beat this year. I'm just saying, I think I you will see you will see that they will lose more than they win when it comes think, to playing those top games. I think, and this is me playing, you know me, I love playing them. I think it would be a lot more higher. Listen, I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to yeah. be have a strong yeah, I, opinion I know, here. Know, I'm trying I to know. have a strong opinion here. I, I know you are, <laughs> and, 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 I, and I keep saying, I believe, I believe that the, the folks in Texas would throw around those dollars and hire away some of those coordinators from a Georgia, from an Alabama, you know. From, from a Tennessee, just to have ties to other states in recruiting. I think that's what the Texas for so long was just worried about the Big 12. Trying to get to yeah. the now we and they mainly they mainly recruit Oklahoma and Texas, and that's probably about it. I mean, they used to. 
And so they used being, to. And being in the SEC, you know, you have to have a long arm to be yeah. able to reach out and go get the ones who are up north, who are in California. And you know, like I know, I don't know if you've been to Austin. Austin is a beautiful, beautiful city. And any young man who goes down there and sees Austin, it's like, you know what? I can do Austin. Because Austin is different. It's different than Dallas. Different than Fort Worth. Austin, if you have not been to Austin, Brad. I've not been to Austin, Texas. When you when you get a chance, go to Austin. You'll be like, okay, I see what Jason was saying. It is nice out here. <laughs> it is nice. My okay, 18 year old self would have been out here. And so that's that's what I'm saying. They have a city, not just you know. Most people have college towns. They actually have a college city, not just town. Lexington's pretty damn nice too. College town. Well, 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 well. Hey, I'm going to say you're a little bit biased. I'm going to say that. I'm just I'm saying. Say I, I'm, I'm probably a whole lot. We'll say you're a little bit biased, but like I said, probably Austin, a whole lot biased. Austin is very, very nice. It's one of those up and coming cities that people don't know about. This land is. And like I said, hey, think about it. Think about this. All right. Kevin Durant went to Texas and he was from the DMV. <laughs> <coughs> he did. He is from the DMV. Didn't, didn't win, but he went to Texas. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, listen, he, he, he's one of those benefactors that's in the state of Texas. I'm sorry. Did that come out? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, hey, you just told the truth. You just told the truth. You just told the truth. You didn't say a lot. Okay. All right. All right. So I will talk about our Linktree page. I got it up. You can scan that code there to the right of the screen. This is where you can go and find all of our all of our platforms um, that we're on. We're on Facebook and we're on YouTube and we're on Apple and Spotify and our Heart Radio and I have a TikTok and and an Instagram and a Tumblr and um, you can also find our true. I'll get to that in a little bit. You can also find our official um, College Sportscast merchandise page on there. Um, so there's all kinds of stuff. Just scan the QR code there to the right of the screen. And that is our college sportscast link tree page, or you can just log on to Linktree slash college sportscast. Either one, but I just wanted to get to that, uh, while we are, uh, Still on the air here. I want to get to the end. I'm also going to uh, put up. <clears throat> I think this one's it. Yeah. Put up uh, the Real Fresh channel. This is uh, Howie Fresh, a friend of ours, defenders. Um, and uh, he is also part of the let's talk sports and sideline sports which is rolling on the bottom of the screen we're now part of that and howie is a part of that as well so um i'm gonna let him talk here about his channel the real fresh channel Hey, I am Hal Fresh here to tell you about The Real Fresh Channel. That's right, youtube.com slash The Real Fresh Channel. 
We are a network aiming to bring you various content each and every day, different types of podcasts, different type of content, uh, anything from college sportcast and, and fresh takes for some sports. We also got You Want to Do What? We got The Wrestling Corner. We got live streams. Just go over to youtube.com slash the real fresh channel and hit us up today. Thank you for uh, checking it out. Appreciate your time. The real fresh. All right, guys, that was Howie Fresh at the Real Fresh channel. We are featured on there on Sundays when we are having our Sunday shows. We are not currently having our Sunday shows. We are kind of winding down our very first season, quite a long season, if you want to know the truth. Um, We have covered football, basketball, and baseball season um, for college sports. Uh, we started doing this actually in August. Um, we actually started the college sports cast around the 1st of September when the season started. But we'd done a few things before that that was called something else. And then we settled on this and uh, – started doing the college sports cast around the 1st of September when the season started. Uh, but so we've done pretty soon. We will do our last show. I think it's set for June 27th will be the final show of season one. And if I'm not mistaken, it'll be episode 124. That's something like that. <laughs> That's something. Ooh, right, a lot, lot of content, a lot of content. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll be episode 124. All right, so I'm going to get our True Victory up on the screen. True Victory is our veteran-owned sportswear company that we um, are proud to be a brand ambassador for. Actually, Paul Skeens from LSU is a brand ambassador for um, True Victory, and he supports them as well. Um, you can actually check out some of his own gear um, through them. So if you're an LSU fan, go there and check out the, the Paul Skeens collection. And uh, you can scan our code there to the, the QR code to the right of the screen, and it'll take you right to the online shop. They have men's, women's, and accessories. And there's lots of different stuff to pick from. They have different collections. They have one called Stars and Stripe. They have one called Are You True? They have uh, the Victorious Tea Collection. There is several really, really great things there to check out. Um, Use our code to fanboys for a 15% uh, discount code at checkout. It'll help us out, help you out for 15% off. And we would appreciate that. So you can scan the code. I will keep that up for just a few minutes. And uh, we'll kind of go on with the show, but I'll keep that up on the screen here for a little bit. All right. right. So I want want to get to something else that that I heard about today. So I want to get your opinion on this. And I'm all for it. I know it is going to be a hot topic, and I know it's a debate. And I know a lot of people are probably not going to like it. 
tomorrow, Nick Saban, a group of SEC coaches and, and administrators are going to Washington, D.C. They're going to Congress. <laughs> they, are meet, they are meeting with Congress tomorrow to talk about NIL regulation policies. Um, I am 100% for it. I know that there is a lot of people, maybe even including Jason, that is not. Jason is a former player, and I totally get the player's perspective. I am not against the players making money. I'm just against the wild, wild west, anything goes, playing dirty crap that that's going on and the NCAA is basically useless and can do nothing and the reason why is and I'll get to some of this um but so each state has its own power to make their own rules yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so the reason why and a lot of people don't like this the reason why federal laws need to be in place is so that there is one universal law across the country that everyone has to go by. California can't be different than, than Florida. Texas can't be different than, than Michigan. You can't get away with do, doing this in Texas and you you know or California and and you can't and you can't do that over here in Kentucky. You can't do that. I mean, it's just not equal. It's not fair. I hate what's going on. And and just to throw a name out, Aben is is one of the names that's that's leading this group going to Washington D.C. tomorrow. So, Jason, I'm opening it up to you. I know it's controversial, but that's what we cover here at College Sportscast. We that's do some. What we cover. That's what that's we do. What we cover. That's what yeah. we do. Yeah. So, so I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Let me get myself adjusted. Right. I'm going to say this. I understand the the need to get a grasp on this. On these deals, because the money that is being thrown around is 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 whew. some of the, some of the conversations I've had and some of the people who I talk to, like some of these guys are making more than assistant coaches. By the way, Jason is coaching AAU basketball as well, so he's in the middle of all of this. Yeah, you know, so some of the numbers that I'm hearing, I'm happy. I'm I'm just man, I was born too early because hey. <laughs> Had I been born, I could have been in some of this. But at the same time, it's kind of hard to, and I think the NCAA dropped the ball is when they threw it out and didn't have a cap. Didn't have a cap. You know, it really was thrown out and said, hey, figure it out. So, well, so now, people, people say, well, I, the, the government shouldn't be involved. Well, I hate to tell people this, but the government's the one that opened the door. It wasn't the NCAA. It was, it was states. 
that opened the door and said, we're going to open the door to NIL. Well, here's the thing, too, now. It can't be an even playing field when you have money that is allocated towards uh, uh, athletes in different states. You can't control it. You can't control how Brad might donate his money to Kentucky. You can't control the way uh, Jason would donate his money to, to Ole Miss. You, if, if I said, hey, Ole Miss coaches, I have $2 million, and I give you $2 million, right? Put put together the best team you can, right? That $2 million might not even be enough. It's probably not going to be, not in today's, not today's world. But, but, but if I'm a competitive guy, and I love my 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 university. I'm going to be willing, and if I have deep enough pockets that I know, hey, they're going to tax this money anyway. I might as well donate it and get a and get a, a, a taxable or a, a, a tax deductible from this money anyway. I might as well get that. I'm going to throw it, but it's kind of hard to me. It's kind of hard to put a cap on it, and I think that's what should have been done, or what you can't exceed five years. So- there's I just want to throw this out there. There are so many people that say that the government shouldn't be involved. Okay. But I hate to break this to you guys that say that this was all brought forth by by, ruling. by states by. rulings by individual states that open government that opened the door. To the NIL. That's what that's what all this was brought by, and and each individual state has can can you know can set their own laws, and 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 everything, and it does it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's not equal. There's no guidelines that are that are set that, that can match that will that will be the same for. TCU as it is for USC. There's no guidelines that'll be the same for Indiana as it will be for Michigan. There's no guidelines that are in that are that are set that's going to be the same for Charlotte compared to Western Kentucky. You know what I mean? But, like but 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 Brad, but Brad, once again, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. This has been going on for years anyway. Now it's just out in the open. And now kids are choosing to do something else. As before, and I'm not saying this happened, Alabama was getting all the top recruits for a reason, right? Kentucky was getting all the top recruits for a reason. Now, I'm not going to say I'm going to. You see what I'm saying? I did that, Alabama. Now, Georgia is getting all the top recruits for a reason. Now, hold on. Somebody left Georgia. I forget the kid's name. He left Georgia and went to USC and has a luxury apartment, something he didn't have. And so now the problem is that the kids are making the choices based solely on money now, which to me is a ball game changer. Because now what they're not talking about. Yeah, but Jason, if the federal government puts in federal laws across the board that everybody, 
They're not going to do that. Everybody has to um, go by. Not going to do that. Then you've actually got something that could be the same for USC as it is for Georgia. Well, if that's the case, then they're going to say this. I'm telling you why they're not going to do this. Well, okay, college coaches, we need to put a cap on what you can make. Because at the end of the day, you guys are not putting your bodies on the line. It's not about about what you can make. It's about – it's about – that's what – so – one of the one of the acts that is in place that they are going to talk about is called the Fair College Sports Act. Okay, that's what that's one of that's the name of. It's about fairness, accountability, and integrity in representation of college sports. That's one of the acts being introduced. Okay. Okay, now watch this. A coach can get fired, right? Then he can get rehired and make the same. There's not a until they put a cap on college, college basketball, college football salaries. They're not going to put a cap on this. They're not, even though they have a cap in which they can pay the assistants this, this, that, and third. At the end of the day, the the, the coaches are making way more money than the kids so you can't they're going to get sued you can't put a limit on what i can make you can't say hey you can pay you can jason pay I'm, gonna run, I'm gonna run through there's five acts they're trying oh. to pass okay try one it, of them is one, one of them's the fair college sports act the one i just mentioned oh, okay life one of them fair. one of them is called the college sports nil clearinghouse act and that is the one that can enforce penalties. Okay. I'm just I'm I'm just throwing it out. I'm giving rebuttals every time. All right. Another one is called the Student Athlete Level Playing Field Act. Never been a level playing field. Okay. I'm just saying these are what these are called. And then there's one of them that's actually untitled but is being pushed by Tommy Tuberfield and Manchin, who are ex-college coaches and players, okay? Um, Manchin's from West Virginia, um, and, 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 they're, and they're putting together one, a legislation, for it to be passed. And then the College Athletes' Bill of Rights is another one. There's actually five, one, two, three, four – there's five. There's five different bills that are that are trying to be put in place to control and to monitor the NIL. And I'm all for it. I'll be honest with you. I'm all for it. I know you are against some of it. I know you are. I'm against all. But I'm against all of it. But I, but I'm all for it. Well, I mean. The, none of this would even be in place, period, if the if the government didn't get involved to start with and open the door. Well, per state. Well, well, if if because the NCAA sure as shit wasn't doing it. Well, and you know they wasn't. Well, they wouldn't, and they the NCAA was not going to open that door. And, and they were getting billions and billions of dollars off. But you know, was, and I know that this would not be in place if it wasn't for the government. The NCAA was not 
going to open that door? Well, that I, I believe, and I believe all players would have walked out and not played anymore. They may I, have, I, but I'm telling you, the NCAA was not going to open that door. Why? Tell me this. Tell me this. And I, and I know since we're talking about it, why did the NCAA stop fighting? Because they were powerless. They're powerless. Because okay. the, the federal government, I mean, not the federal government, the state governments took control and they don't have any power left. That's the reason why, that's the reason why there's no regulation. They can't do anything about it. But, but okay, now that you can't regulate it, okay, this is, to me, this, this is how you solve it. I'm going to tell you, this is how you solve it. This is how you solve it. You put that money in a trust, Right and make them earn it well hey you got this but you have you got to set parameters on what they can do I, don't put the money in a trust the problem is they didn't have an idea that's the idea put the money in a trust hey you gotta you gotta get your college degree or you have to complete such and such in order to get this money now that you and i have no problem with playing paying a player for um you know, for, for play. Okay. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem right now is that it is being used for recruiting and it is being used. Listen, and that's wrong. It's always been wrong. Jason, you can have your opinion if you want, but it's always been wrong and against the law to recruit that way. Okay. It's wrong. It's wrong to um, lead players to certain universities because of money. And I'm not talking about. I'm talking about like so. You know, in North Carolina, passed that they're they're going to go down to high school kids. You're talking about now kids that that you know that coaches can 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 say, hey, we want this 14 year old. And they're going to go down to, to these 14, 15-year-old kids. And for three or four years, they're going to give them some handouts along the way for three, four, five years and give them some handouts and do everything that they can do to lure them to their program and to their university. And I'm sorry, but that's bullshit i hate it it's i it's bullshit i hate it absolutely i mean i you're coming from an era in which everything was earned and not given right i came right behind you yeah i came right behind you in that same era okay but when you look at certain things when before you say anything let me finish when I was at Ole Miss, I was just happy to be at Ole Miss. I didn't have the mindset of a fab five. I didn't understand the way they were thinking. Okay, now Brad, and tell me this: if there's a Brad jersey being sold in the arena, right, and you look up, and it's at least you signed at least five hundred jerseys, right? And the university is benefiting from that, from your name, image, and likeness for many years. But Brad has to wait on his per diem or his parents to send him some money. 
to eat. And all so of that, that was wrong. But for years, a, that was wrong. And that's you're what talking about somebody that's actually playing in the in the gymnasium, looking up, and 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 the university's making money off of their name, image, and likeness. All of that, I am 100% for, and these players should be making money for that. I'm talking about universities that's going to high schools or going to AAU tournaments, just like what you're doing, and paying these kids bukus of freaking money and luring them and crap, and that shit is wrong. I hate to tell everybody, but it's wrong. It's wrong in college sports. It's wrong in amateur athletics. I don't give a crap. Who you are, if you think it's right, you're wrong. But but you gotta understand, Brad. That's your opinion. It's that's, wrong, Jason. That's that's your opinion. I sit there and watch the shooting stars. You know the movie the shooting stars, LeBron James movie. Have you seen? Have you seen it? On I haven't seen it. Okay. No. When you get a chance to watch, when you get a chance, got Chris Livingston in it, I believe. When you when you when you get a chance to watch it, LeBron James was victim of a fan giving him a jersey that was worth money who just give a kid right and he was ruled ineligible because and he was in someone high school. gave him a jersey and yeah. he was in high school yeah but but his mother can go to the bank and get a loan for a hummer Because he's because LeBron James. Because he was LeBron because James. Because he's so, LeBron James. Because he was LeBron James. So how is it that the bank's federal money can yeah. be given to his mother based on who her son was, but he couldn't take a jersey that was worth so much money? So now let me catapult over to this. Now, you're absolutely right, Brad. It is wrong to lure kids in with money but tell me this brad how would you tell a kid how can you convince a kid who mother is working three jobs and man you say that shit's been going on for a hundred years jason that's, but that's what i'm saying all they did was say hey and this was your this this is the you're supposed thing. to work for what you get okay but this is what you're missing the incoming kids are not getting that much money. That's what's wrong with our society now is half of them don't have to work for what they get. Did you hear what I said? The incoming freshmen are not getting the bulk of the money. They're not. The, the player that that the the players themselves are not getting the bulk of the money. The players are it's the recruits. What let's get the bulk of the money. No, it's not the high school recruits. It's the They're transfers. Getting... That's the reason why. That's the reason why everybody's in the damn transfer portal. Oh, I know, Jason. I know what's going on. It's that's the reason why there's three thousand damn kids in the damn transfer portal. Because guess what? I seen NIL numbers. They had a they had a conference yesterday. Actually, it's going on this week as well. They had a conference yesterday. So the average player this is collectives i'm going to get this out and then we'll close the show okay this is just nio collectives this is not everything okay mm -hmm. this is collectives i want mm -hmm. to put that out there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the average football player that's playing in season on a collective 
the top tier players, not the bottom tier, the top, only average forty-five thousand dollars in an amount of money, forty-five thousand dollars, the top tier in season, top players in football was forty-five thousand, basketball was seventy-five thousand. Okay. These transfers are over a half a million dollars. The ad for football and basketball in the transfer portal to lure them to the new school are averaging over a half a million dollars. And the player in season themselves are averaging forty-five and seventy-five thousand dollars. Now, tell me that there are not some damn regulations that need to be going on. But Brad, you got to understand too. I mean, that's they're, ridiculous. They're, they're, it's 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 things that you're not seeing that you know you do know that certain kids are not getting all that. It's it, if if it if it was if it was a hundred kids in the portal, which is more than hundred kids, only about thirty to forty of them are getting those big numbers. You see what I'm saying? It's not everybody. Yeah, it's, those yeah, big yeah, numbers are, yeah, are the top. Yeah, yeah, top. Those are the top kids. That not that's yeah. that's not the yeah, yeah, bottom yeah, kids. Yeah, that, that's I, those big numbers that so I just everybody are the yeah, top yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's not getting that. Depending, because some people are getting five, some people are getting four, some people are getting three. You're exactly right. See, I have no problem with that. The only problem I have with it sometimes is you're giving these kids and their parents as well. Sometimes these kids are getting seventy, eighty thousand a month. But if you broke it down and only gave them ten percent of that a month and made them put the rest up in a trust, they can regulate it a lot better. You see what I'm saying? Because Maybe. coming in. You see what I'm saying? Coming I'm not in, saying I'm not yeah, saying that there are not some ways that you can regulate it. There is, and yeah, that's that's not that's not a, that's not a terrible but idea. But it's, but it's hard to put a cap on it. It's hard to ask the federal government to come in and put a cap on it because they don't want to risk want to risk of getting sued. So now you're putting the and I and, and I'm saying and, and and you're right on some aspects of it. It's it's crazy, but but what are the college coaches making this crazy? I mean, Jason, that's why there's so many kids in the damn transfer portal. But everybody doesn't get everybody doesn't get anything in the transfer portal. We're only talking about the few. Remember this. We're talking about in the transfer portal. We're talking about the one, two, and three percenters of the transfer portal. That's it. That's it. We're talking that's about it. the very top. That's the, that the numbers that I just spit out. But yes. Some, yes. Of, some of the one percent, two percent, and the three percenters. Yeah. Because they go down and far yeah. tier. Everybody's right. not getting a bunch of money. Only a few of them are getting a lot of money. Which but so so a kid, I mean, I'm just, I'll throw out a name. Hunter Dickinson, been playing at Michigan, okay? Yeah. Hunter Dickinson, from his, from, from his collectives, okay, at Michigan, probably made $40,000, $50,000, $60,000 from his collective playing at Michigan. Michigan. He puts his name in the portal, and, 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 and Kansas offers him $2 million. So, I mean, so ho, 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 Brad, Brad. So, Brad. so, so, as a player, okay, he gets he's worth he's worth fifty or sixty thousand dollars in season to, as to, a player to your university, exactly. And so now, what your university has the opportunity to do, they have the opportunity to match that. 
if they want so then, then we allow him to just say, oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put my name in the portal and just take the highest damn bidder. You, you tell me. Name, image, and likeness was not was me. not invented and talked about for that reason, Jason. Well, it just wasn't, and you well, know I'm right. Okay, okay, Brad. Name, image, and likeness was exactly what you just talked about, about being in the stands and, 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 you know, them profiting off of your jersey, your jersey name, your, I mean, the name, your likeness, your, your signatures, doing, doing all these signings and stuff and everything. That's what name, image, and likeness was really about. Well, with, and, and, and with you saying that, right. That's not a bit that look like I'm 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 a product, I'm a brand. If I'm able to go from forty five thousand to a million, half a million, yeah, to, to a, million, a million. I know but that that's what I'm saying. That's what we are allowing, Jason. Well, that's why regulation okay. and oh, stuff Brad, is needed. Brad, Brad. We're not regulating these college coaches' contracts. We're not regulating. It's the same as universities. It's the same. I, I want to keep college athletics. I love the players. I love college athletics. I don't want to see it go by the wayside because we aren't strong enough to have some regulations for all this and and to, and to see it destroyed because that's where we're headed. You got to regulate the coaches. When you keep saying TV, think about what the, the revenue sharing was in the SEC. You're talking about billions of dollars they're regulating, that they're sharing. Schools are bringing in three to four hundred million a piece, and you telling me that we can't see ten percent of that, 0.5 percent of that? I know. Because, because we, we're going to we're gonna have to we're going to have to pick this up another, Jason. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I gotcha, mean, gotcha. we're getting we're 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 close on time here. We'll have to pick this up I another gotcha. time. And I knew this was going to be a very high debatable topic. Okay, like yeah. I I kind of me and Jason. We kind of have some fun over the NIL stuff with all this. So, um, you know, so we've had a little fun with this. I hope you guys have enjoyed our show today. Like I said, um, it's College Sports Cast. This has been with Jason Harrison tonight, and we've talked about a lot of different stuff with baseball. We've kind of ended our show on a big, huge debate uh, about regulations for NIL. So, uh I appreciate Jason being on. I appreciate you guys being on with us. We are part of WSBN TV Channel 30. Uh, Let's Talk Sports, Sideline Sports, The Fanboys, Greenville Sports Media, and I am actually a writer for Stadium Rant, uh, sports writer as well now. So uh, uh, catch us on Thursday. It will be our next show at eight o'clock and we will preview the upcoming super regionals with baseball and maybe touch on a hot topic or two. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a great night.